Jacob Mayer, and I am hosting today's episode of Roast of Iowa City. Join me today. I have Matthew Hips, a grad student, and Michael McCurdy. We're going to be talking about the binge drinking and drinking culture of the University of Iowa and how it compares to the rest of the country. Matthew, you went to uh, Miami State? The University of Miami, not the one in Ohio. Definitely one in Florida, so yeah. What was your experience like with alcohol at uh, that university? My personal experience <laughs> with alcohol. <laughs> um, well, as an RA for the pat the last two years of my experience there, um, I was in a fishbowl because I had to manage a lot of students on my floor in my residence hall, so I was actually not permitted to do a lot of the things that normal students would partake in. However, the university had a policy of um, trying to prohibit drinking, especially on campus. So I don't know how it fits up with the University of Iowa specifically. So this is my third college that I've attended. And while the largest, definitely there's something uh, in proximity to being nowhere to go out and do anything. (laughs) So the options being very limited it seems to have like shifted a lot. In Miami, there's lots of options. There's lots of food. There's lots of entertainment. There's lots of culture and travel. Beaches plus drinking. Iowa City, when you take some of those things away, especially in the winter, what do you have to do? <laughs> Very true. Holy cow. <laughs> I grew up in the area, so I've just seen uh, the drinking. I didn't know it was as excessive as it is, but I knew it was there. It seems like on a... Uh... I was campus in order to do anything as a student people just drink you can have fun doing all these other things but no let's just toss drinking in there these people think it's the social norm so that is and what do you do when you don't drink is the question because I've had a lot of friends like I don't drink as much as I used to and I've got other grad students that also uh, don't drink as much and we're always asking the question well if I don't go out tonight and see everyone on Friday night at the bar or Thursday night at the bar or Wednesday night at the bar (laughs) or Saturday night at the bar. Like, when am I getting a chance to hang out with these people? Because the only places to hang out are bars. Where else is there? I don't know. I mean, bowling alleys, but even their bar is pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a single bowling alley in Iowa City, and their bar is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It's a place to get music, too, right? So Yeah, their pitchers are, like, unbelievably cheap. They just encourage the drinking and bowling. But uh, Iowa City actually has the second most bars per capita in the country Mm -hmm. behind New York City, which is pretty unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that is something that I have been trying to figure out. I work for the Daily Iowan, and a lot of my peers go out and drink every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I'm like, (laughs) guys, I uh, Mm -hmm. have a lot of homework. I got a couple papers to write. Mm -hmm. But then uh, the University of Iowa is known for its business school. And its medical are uh, two of the biggest, most successful programs it has. A lot of the students just go out and drink on the weekends, like Thursday through Saturday. Some people speculate that this could be because they have so much to do during the week and they just put off all of this and then just go super hard to relax, Mm -hmm. uh, socialize. 
Uh, it's very intense. Michael, are you much of a drinker? As a junior on campus, uh, I do. Yeah, I, I will drink with my friends. Uh, my favorite night to do so is probably Thursday, just because it's the most relaxed downtown. I'm not into binge drinking like a lot of people my age are. Uh, one of my roommates will take a handle of vodka and chug it for 10 seconds just to get super fucked up. You don't even enjoy yourself in that instance. But with Thursday nights, it's just casual downtown, and so that's why I like it. But, yeah, I'm not, I want to class myself as, like, someone who goes hard, like a lot of people. That's a good point, because, like, why do students in particular go hard? Like, adults in school or in everyday working scenarios also have the opportunity to do though that but with young kids having the drinking age at 21 is probably one of the worst problems for that in particular i know there's a lot of bars in iowa city to choose from and that's another issue altogether with governance and zoning issues and what a bar can and cannot do and the amount of money one can make off of a bar versus just a place to eat alone but 21 seems ridiculous to me and it places an onus on colleges and college atmospheres as that time where it turns over and it gets out of hand. So not only is it illegal for most of these students, but then it gets to be out of hand when it becomes illegal. And it just seems like 18 seems to be like a better fit. Yeah, like in high school, I didn't drink at all. but uh, And I feel like a lot of students, like some people did in high school, but I feel like a lot didn't. Um, and once they get to college, they get away from kind of their parents. Mm -hmm. They just, boom, it's like a shooting a cork, cork out of a wine bottle. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's just people go hard because they've, they don't know what else to do. They, yep. I feel like a lot of these students, they, they watch drinking in movies about college and people in those movies, like the characters, they just ridiculously drink so much and they feel like they have to do that to fit in. Which is just so stupid, but... Yeah, I remember seeing Revenge of the Nerds at a really young age. Uh, American Pie was, mm -hmm. like, so heavy on drinking. Uh, can't hardly wait. All those coming-of-age mm -hmm. movies where drinking is such an important factor in being social and being cool. And then uh, to associate that with something that's a very, very heavy topic, especially at the University of Iowa, within the last couple of years, we had a student... Uh, who was pledging to a fraternity that passed away with uh, an alcohol-related incident. A young woman the year before actually fell off of a balcony and is uh, paralyzed from the waist down completely and has limited movement in her arms. And um, those are bo were both instances related to fr fraternity and sororities, but mm -hmm. people still go out and they aren't the only ones that drink in the slightest. Uh, people line up in the streets to try and get up to a couple of the bars in Iowa City, which we will be mentioning later. <laughs> but um, it's just interesting that these students would try so hard to be in a group that destroys themselves, basically, <laughs> with so much alcohol. University of Iowa is obviously not the only one that has this issue of heavy drinking. Uh, Tulane University in New Orleans was actually uh, ranked the number one party school in 2018. Princeton puts out a list of best colleges, and the it's more unconventional. It's like best for blank instead of like best uh, cinema program or something like that. It's like best 
uh, LGBTQ plus college or easiest uh, college to talk to a professor. But they also have like best drinking <laughs> and uh, stone cold sober, which is interesting. But huh. yeah, there are uh, hey, some kids when they're looking at colleges, they look at the drinking atmosphere to determine whether they want to go there. Too bad that's Utah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting that the city of Tulane uh, would be connected because it is a huge party town, obviously. Um, but then you also get these random on that list, too, that I was looking at. And that list in the year before 2017, you get these random cities in the middle of towns in the middle of nowhere. I think the middle of nowhere atmosphere is also just as bad as being in a large party city that you would think of as like vacation. Because that middle of nowhere atmosphere is usually where you get <laughs> the what else do I have to do with yeah. this? A lot of these uh, big drinking colleges are actually Big Ten and Midwest colleges, mm -hmm. which explains so much. You don't see Chicago, you don't see Minneapolis mm -hmm. ranked in there. You see these, uh, you see University of Illinois in, uh, or what is it, Urbana Champaign? <laughs> not a, not an interesting place. Been there. Uh, Pretty boring. Oh, place sucks. <laughs> fewer, fewer bars, fewer music venues. Man, snooze fest. Yeah, you don't see a bunch of other big city uh, schools with the drinking issue that the university and other Big Ten schools and other Midwest schools has. An interesting little tidbit about University of Illinois is, so I've got a friend from high school who goes there, and the difference is that from there to Iowa City, so Iowa City's got a lot more bars um, a lot more places to drink. So you would think like, okay, more people drink here and get crazy. But my experience at Illinois is there's only like three or four college bars and the, like the culture there is to go to binge drink. Like you only drink hard alcohol. You only drink vodka or any of that stuff, liquor. Um, there's no beer at all, hardly. Uh, so I, in my experience there, people tend to get more fucked up. And so that's kind of what I like about Iowa City more. There are these bars where you can go and hang out and just have a good time. Like I was at Blue Moose last Thursday and it was super fun just in, singing karaoke in the back compared to going to your favorite place, Spoko. <laughs> He's lying. That is my least favorite bar in Iowa City. <laughs> That is an interesting question. What your favorites are, but but the, to the back to the point of the university looking at these things and and actively paying attention to these Princeton reviews as part of a ranking system. That not only are they going to be ranked as top colleges, but that takes into effect like are they do they have a drinking culture? Are there more abuses or human rights issues that come out of this? Sexual assaults huge on campus right now and has been for the past couple of, of decades at least and how that connects with consent and drinking can be really important so like colleges care that they're ranked certain numbers not only on that drinking <laughs> poll but as an overall ranking and that is why the University of Miami in Florida that I went to at least when I got there the president just changed over to Donna Shalala and she actively said in some of her speeches like this is not going to be a party school any longer like we're changing this to be something else like our image is changing and that's what the university has to go through it's hard to do that in iowa city when all you have are bars mm -hmm. making a, a lot a lot a lot of profit off of the students summer times in iowa city completely different oh yeah i love it i'm such a hipster <laughs> i love summer in iowa city <laughs> because you don't see this the drunken stumbles at 
one, two o'clock in the morning. And there's also like times you know not to go out in Iowa City if you aren't drinking. Probably two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve, exactly. 12 to two. Twelve to two. Not good times. Long lines for Pancheros, which isn't worth the line. No. It's not worth the line in the first place. Yeah, not even sober is a place to be worth. <laughs> not worth it sober. It's barely worth it drunk, but you're gonna wait into it. You're gonna wait in that line drunk regardless. Apparently yeah. Pancheros now serves beer. Oh Jesus. You can buy <laughs> Of course. One of my fr- I got a Snapchat from about a week ago from one of my friends and he's had a burrito and he's got a corona bottle to his left. I'm like where are you? Are you at Cactus or something? You're like, no, Poncheros. We they serve beer now. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the hell? Blaze, the new pizza place, they have beer on tap there. Literally yep. every place in Iowa City has beer. And the beer, the the Blaze. When I walked into it the other day, I was like, this looks exactly like a the brewery. It looks exactly like the uh, back pocket brewery or, or all the places where they have like fire pits outside and it's open air and it's like, oh, there's. There's tag art on the wall. This is so cool. <laughs> this space is hip and modern, and I can drink here as well. Of course you can drink here because everyone wants to make money off of that 18 to 22 range where you're binging and pushing your limits to the point where you don't know what your body can and cannot do, which is another reason why even if we were to open the question of changing the drinking age, a lot of businesses wouldn't want that, frankly. You'd think, oh, they'd get more customers, more people can drink. Not necessarily. They'd be over it by the time they yeah. got to college. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of 18 to 22, Cactus, notorious. I always talk, freshmen are always like, man, we're going to Cactus because they never ID, mm-hmm. which is wild that they're still open. They have like two locations on the same block. Yeah, I've been ID'd in Cactus. I'm 33. So. <laughs> I have not been ID'd at Cactus, and I look like I'm 16. Yeah. See, that's crazy. Me and my friends have been ID'd before, but you go in there with a gift card to, like, some, like, Target, and they look at it, and they'll be like, yeah, this, you're good, you're good. That's just the that's just the experience there. Yeah, that is a whole different realm in itself. <laughs> One of my favorite bars to go to to drink is actually Forbidden Planet, which has a focus on food. They had to close at midnight because they sell more food than they do alcohol. But And uh, games. And games, yes, the games. Classic cabinets. What's cool about and unique about that place is it's one of the only, I feel like, places in Iowa City where you can drink at, but it's it's one of the most like family-friendly environments, I feel like. It's a lot of, if a lot of families want to go and, like, or if they want parents want to bring their kids to somewhere where they can eat and drink and play games, Forbidden Planet is like the only place you can do that and not and feel safe, I guess, in the enclosed environment there. Yeah, that's true. Like, where are you going to bring your kids? That one could also have a beer that's not Applebee's. <laughs> and the space of that is so important because if we look at all these bars, the ones that do big business, like I don't want to name names, but Go that ahead. do these these like liquor pitchers or that do. <laughs> Uh, even like Joe's, like they're huge and they're expanding the the size of these places is gigantic. It's like two venues combined into one and then Joe's is going to add a rooftop as well. Yeah. So it's just like the square space of these things is huge. They can pack so many people in there, which is also why smaller bars are more for like older people. Yeah, like I, grad students have their own bars, undergrads have their own bars. I, I specifically remember being in class and uh, someone's like, oh, Matt, which which bars do you go to? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I named like all of the bars that I named are bars that you went to because it it is that the smaller bars yeah. are better to go to for different groups. Like 
uh, I'll name it. I love going to Deadwood because it's got a much more chill vibe mm-hmm. than most bars. It only takes cash. Super <laughs> hipster in itself. Yeah. Pushes away a huge group already. Uh, but then they have like good pinball machines. They have an air hockey table, a pool table. It is pretty large, but usually the crowd that they have in there is an older crowd, more quiet. Less like uh, Spoko or DC's where there's a door guy or person at uh, Deadwood, but it's not like ripped person, <laughs> big black t-shirt, like checking every, uh, waving them through, etc. And that's why uh, I kind of feel old when I like I want to go to Dublin that's I love Dublin and uh just some of my friends like dude no one's there we're not going there <laughs> that's like, because no one can group there because it's so small right isn't it small is yeah, that the, the downstairs small. one it's yeah. small but the people in there are always super nice and I love that place too really friendly it's older crowds mm-hmm. but you can't have large groups of people in there like you can't have large frat groups in there and that's, no the sets where size is an issue also some bars this is just hearsay some bars close down, especially in the first week or two of, of the university opening every semester, so that undergrads don't know it's a bar. I did not know that. <laughs> I did That's not know though. that at all. That's brilliant. Does uh does Clinton Street Social Club do that? Because I could. No, they don't. But their prices are what keep people away. That is true. <laughs> but they do have killer poutine. They do have good fries and poutine, <laughs> and their drinks are worth the price, especially because you're paying for being. A little bit less crowded so does that make sense oh most definitely you're paying to not have to deal with generally extremely drunk young yeah. 21 and up like 21 22 23 speaking of like mm-hmm. crowded places or as a freshman I can never grasp why people my age enjoy going to the Union like I, w- I went there like two or three times my freshman year before 10 o'clock it was so packed. I can I never was able to even get a drink at the bar. I couldn't talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. It was it was terrible. It was like sardines. I still don't understand why people love the crowded places. Because mm. it's like they're like, oh, there's so many people. Yeah, but you're not even talking to anyone. You can't even have a conversation with someone there. Which, mm. but they're not out to have a conversation. Yeah. They're out to get annihilated. Which is the problem. Yep. Which brings us right back around <laughs> where we started. <laughs> and on that note. I'm going to move on and do my uh, rant really quick, and we'll call it an episode. All right, folks, so here's the thing. Sports column is garbage. It's disgusting. I don't understand why people wait around the block for it when Deadwood is right there. Dublin is right across the street. You're close to Mickey's, which is like a good in-between bar. It's not huge, but it's not tiny. But, man, I have been yelled at by so many people waiting in line for Spoko. Uh, My old roommate, her boyfriend, lived above Spoko, and uh, she was helping him carry something into his apartment, tripped over somebody else's foot that was out, and the guy's like, hey, control your woman. So that gives you a little vibe of what sports column is like. Here I am going in to play the greatest pinball cabinet ever made, Medieval Madness at Deadwood, and I, uh, I just walk right in. I don't wait half an hour to, yeah, be extremely crowded, uh, pushed around by gentlemen. But, yeah, uh, I'm just here to let you know that Brothers, Sports Column, DC's, uh, Fieldhouse, The Union, and Summit are all awful bars. Treat yourself. Expand your mind. Go to some other places. uh, Don't worry about getting trashed. Other places have good drink specials as well. 
that's all I have to say. Thank you for listening, everyone. This has been the host of Iowa City. Thank you.